Hello, ho, 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 and welcome back to the Regents Pod. Today we have a Christmas special episode, Woo. and we are joined by Jenny Kimball. So welcome. welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, Much appreciated. Good to have you. It is so, very exciting to have you yeah. on the Christmas podcast. It for is. For a very special reason, because mm. Jenny, I've heard that you are the Christmas queen. Mm. Well, there, there's certainly a lot of Christmas jumpers. It's like a running joke. <laughs> you know, about October, people start talking to me about when the Christmas jumpers are coming out, and has to be said, I haven't actually worn one in November at all, so it is only a December thing, yeah. but um, pe- people seem to think that I'm going for it, you know, like past, past bonfire, now. oh, I'm the Christmas jumpers coming out, but, uh, but it is it's strictly a December thing. Mm. Got to get that disclaimer in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Making sure. Very exciting. Mm. Well, we have a very exciting podcast lined up, don't we, James? We do. Very exciting. What is coming our way? Well, we have a few new segments involved, so listen to us. Don't worry. It's in there. It's still staying. But we have a couple of other things. So we have a game where Jenny will be given a box and we will put items inside. And Jenny will have to discover what is in the box, which is very exciting. And we also have another surprise segment, which we will find out later on. But yeah, very exciting stuff. So stay tuned. Yeah. But for now, we just want to get to know you a little bit, Jenny. Sure. So how have you been? I'm doing well, thank you. I can't believe it is nearly Christmas. Mm. I feel like we say that a lot during the year. And 2023... Like the years just seem to be rolling by, but I'm I'm doing well, thank you. I'm looking forward to Christmas and uh, excited to be uh, heading into 2024, where I'm sure a bit later on we'll talk about some of the things that are going to be coming up uh, for Regents as, as part of that. Yeah, it's very exciting. It does feel like I think this year, like academically, has gone very fast. Yeah, I feel I like agree. last year went slower, but mm. maybe that was because we were just in first year. Yeah, getting used to everything, but now we're finding a way around. And yeah, kind of know what to expect. Yeah, I agree. Mm. So, what, 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 what do you do at Regents, Jenny? What do I do? Well, I get, yeah. I get asked that a lot. Um, no. um, so, my sort of formal title, as it were, is um, Dean of Undergraduate Studies. So, I look after the undergraduate programmes that uh, happen uh, on site here in Malvern and say hopefully further afield uh, in due course. And also look after a programme called the Ministry of Foundation Certificate, which is one of the pathways for those uh, applying to become either ministers. So, yeah, get to interact with a lot of students across um, different ages and stages of life, which is brilliant and, and really enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. That is cool. Yeah. Is it a bit cheeky to ask which one you prefer to dive into? Either MFC or undergraduate? Oh, which one's your favourite? Oh, well, I mean, in, in terms of... Um, <laughs> like, so the, the modules are the same. Okay. Um, so right. the, um, the MFC students also sit in on some of the undergraduate right. modules. Yeah. So um, it's always fun having people from um, the different walks of life involved. So... I, I do enjoy it when we've got both undergraduate and MFC students in the room mm-hmm. because there's uh, the whole wealth of experience and yeah. um, different churches, different backgrounds that people have come from. Uh, so it's always exciting to see people interact. And um, I love seeing it when uh, people who've um, often, for depending on the pathway that they're going to go, have been told, well, you need to do some study <laughs> yeah. to do this. And so for mm. some, when they first come, it can maybe feel a bit to them as though, oh, this is a hoop I've got to jump through or something that I have to do. But seeing kind of the, the, the light switch on in terms of, wow, this theology stuff is actually quite exciting and really interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, increasingly we have um, students, they both undergrads, but particularly MFCs, who when they finish, say, oh, I've loved this so much, can I come back and do some more? Wow. Um, which is great, So especially when, um, when they don't have to and it's a genuine, yeah. I've really enjoyed this and I'm and interested and, and yeah, want to explore mm-hmm. more about God or the Bible and Christian faith in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. And I suppose quite encouraging that, you know, actually what you're doing is good and what you're doing is the right thing. Yeah. And that, 
Yes, absolutely. I mean, there'll, there'll always be ways that we can improve, but it's it's really lovely to hear when a student said, oh, do you know what? Something that one of you guys said this week has just really spoken to me and confirmed yeah, sure. something that God has been speaking to me about. Or um, someone says, you know, I was I was quite nervous about coming, but... Um, you know the other students and you guys teaching staff have made it really accessible and understandable so yeah that's it's lovely when we hear yeah. that because um that's what we're here for really you know yeah. we, we want to help equip people to serve jesus in whatever context they're part of so when people are uh, encouraged and you know wanting to do more of that and excited about that that's that's really what um you know, gets us up in the morning yeah because of course you lecture as well yeah. Yes. So, how does that work? Mm. Yeah. So, um, so part of my role, um, as I said, is kind of the oversight of the programs. But um, I teach in a few different areas. So, um, thus far, it's it's predominantly been sort of the church leadership areas. Mm-hmm. So, um, module called preparation for leadership in ministry, where we look at all sorts of aspects of what is the church and the kingdom of God. Mm. What does mission and vision look like? How do you lead teams effectively? Um, what does it look like to exercise authority and be you know, be people of character and leadership? Um, but this next um, this next term, so so after Christmas, I'm going to be picking up for the first time a module called Introduction to Christian Doctrine, right. which I'm really excited about. Um, so again, I think the the practical stuff is obviously really important, but you need to start from a foundation of what what do we what is it we're going to put into yeah, practice yeah, and what's yeah. what's the knowledge stuff, um, what are kind of the foundational beliefs and. Um, sort of facets of our Christian faith that we are trying to communicate mm-hmm. in doing the practical mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, so yeah, really, really excited to be getting involved in that, and um, yeah, and also um, help oversee some of the placement modules. So again, yeah. we're really passionate about training and equipping, not just for people sat in classrooms to to learn from books, as important as that is, um, but also what does it look like to equip people to be, you know, working in churches and other ministry workplaces and settings. Mm-hmm. Um, to put into practice the stuff that they're learning here, and um, yeah, hearing supervisor reports from students, um, you know, when they've they've handed them in and their supervisor saying, oh, if I could if I could afford to employ this person, I would, or <laughs> they've grown in confidence, or you know, the the young people love them, and all that kind of stuff is is great because for us it's very much more about um, helping people get out into the wider world as opposed to just bringing people into the walls of Regents yeah. wherever they may be in point in time. Mm, that's really cool. Very good. Yeah. So I know for other modules, lecturers have had to step in as well to take on those modules. Mm. So with the different lecturers having different styles, does that change the assessments for those modules or do they say the same? Um, mm. So the way that assessments work um, in terms of modules that we teach, so we're validated by University of Chester and we mm-hmm. have a, a load of paperwork and processes, which isn't the most fun stuff in the world. <laughs> None of us probably love doing that, but it is important. Um, mm. So those are kind of shaped at least sort of a year in advance um, in terms of what assessments are done. Um, and so individual sort of module leaders can, can change them for the following year. Um, so so the, the module I'm picking up in, in January, the, the assessment's already fixed for that module. Okay. But depending on how it goes this year, yeah. we might have a play with that and, and change that yeah. for, okay. um, for next year. So, so there is some flexibility mm. in terms of changing those. But the, the, the teaching style... Um, does vary between lecturers yeah. um, and, and that's I think good for students as well yeah. um, you know having the opportunity to, to learn from different styles because mm. all of us are mm. different and that's the way God's made us so yeah, yeah it's yeah. great that we all get opportunity to mm. do it differently I know this James like the, the, the hair yeah, I don't is know like happening, untouchable but it, so it's whereas just, me and Ben have kind of gone for yeah, the over the forehead look you're just like maybe I just, don't touch the hair don't touch the hair I just keep it there we go it shouldn't fall off it shouldn't fall off that is cool James. Thank you. <laughs> don't, don't know if that's sarcasm, but we'll take it. <laughs> so, of course, 
we've spoken a lot about what Regents is like mm. for you now, but this hasn't been the only time that you've been at Regents. You, you came to, to study mm -hmm. as well I at, did. at one point. Yes, I did. So, um, so I studied as an undergrad um, at Regents, September 2007 I started, when the, um, the college was based in Nantwich in Cheshire, and then a couple of years later moved here. Um, so I was an undergrad, um, say, with a number of other um, peers, a lot of whom are now Elin ministers as well. So I did um, two years on site in Nantwich as an undergrad and then switched on to the Masters and did that um, sort of part-time. Um, so the, so I never actually lived on site as a student in Malvern, but okay, I started yeah. the Masters in Nantwich and then finished it mm -hmm. um, in Malvern in 2012, which seems like a really long time ago now. <laughs> it's kind of scary that that's like over 11 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I loved my time as a student at, um, at Regents when we were in Nantwich as an undergrad and... Um, you know, at, at that stage, coming towards the end, I thought, you know, if, if I could at some point in the future have the opportunity of working for and, and, and teaching within Regents, that would be amazing. And then when it, it came around that I could do that, um, you know, a number of years later, it was, yeah, that was really exciting and, um, yeah, very much living the dream in terms of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the role. So I, it's quite helpful sometimes when talking to students to be able to say, yeah, we, we, we had that, that challenge as well, or yeah, we, yeah, we feel your pain because we also had to write assessments and, um, you know, deal with people taking the milk from the fridge and all those kind yeah. of, where's the hoover, you know, yeah. the classic, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, mm. no, I, I loved it as a, as a student and yeah, honoured to be part of the staff team now. That's cool. So in many ways, the, the experience is quite similar, but do you think that there's been any major changes or any major differences from mm. from when you studied at Regents to, to what it's like now? Yeah I mean there have been some some really big changes um, since the college has moved here obviously the physical moving of it down here to Malvern was um, was a very big shift but um, when I was a student in Nantwich um, we had effectively two undergraduate tracks so we had what would now be called the theology track and the youth ministry track so one of the big shifts that happened moving here was opening up um, a church leadership track and a performing arts program mm -hmm. as well. So those were really exciting developments, and it, it's been great to see a number of students go through those, um, and you know have the opportunity to um, you know shape those courses and, and do the things that they're now doing. Um, so that's probably one big shift. Um, the other, which happened about six years ago, was when we moved our undergraduate teaching from kind of a, a through the semester, so two terms of about fifteen weeks each. Um, sort of teaching so you'd have maybe three or four subjects you were studying at a time across yeah, 15 yeah. weeks um, to now what we've done in terms of block teaching mm -hmm. so um, you have kind of one module every five weeks so you do six across a year and that's really opened up the opportunity for um, for more people who wouldn't want to come and sort of relocate on site as campus yeah. students um, to study in what we call context um, sort of uh, services as a student um, and travelling from wherever they're living, so they come in sort of mm. five or six times a year for modules, yeah. and that's been a, a really significant shift. So when I was a student, we had maybe sort of 30, 35 of us full time, all living on site, mm -hmm. um, or certainly very near, um, very near to the site, and that's shifted. So we probably have about 50-50 campus context now. So mm. guys like yourselves who live on site, and then others who um, who would live wherever they happen to be in the country and travel mm. in. So. Um, yeah, as, as with all sorts of things, it's had some real benefits and real challenges with that as well. But um, we think it's been a really good move for us as regions to open up training to you know, yeah. a, a much wider audience of people. Yeah. No, it's quite clever. And cool. When I first came for my, my interview, or I, I applied or whatever, and I saw that I would have to do a topic and then papers on it, and then another topic and then another, I was like, that's great. Like, I've just spent years doing all my topics at once and then all my essays at the end. Yeah. 
but now I can, you know, fully mm -hmm. focus down on onto one kind of subject, if you like, and then kind of mm -hmm. go more deeply into mm -hmm. that because I have the time. Yeah. Compared to yeah. if I'm yeah. trying to not brush it balance all around. everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's good. Mm. Yeah, and you're a tutor as well. Now, Ben and I don't have the privilege of being in your tutor. Well, um, but, sorry for you yeah. guys. No, it's um, <laughs> 2 p.m. on a Monday. My tutor group's a place to be. Um, yeah, yeah, so, so that's, that like? yeah, that's one of my, I would say, you know, I say this, this is probably one of my favourite hours of the week because, um, you know, particularly with the roles I do where you spend a lot of time in front of the computer doing mm. various admin bits, emails, um, you know, papers and policies and so on mm -hmm. um for me what i always wanted to be doing if ever i had the privilege of um of being involved at regents was to engage with students you know be part of the sort of discipleship and, and mentoring journey mm -hmm. um and so yeah tutor group on a monday um we we usually sort of start with um a game of some sorts um the psych is one of our favorites i'm not i'm not sponsored by psych or anything but um but it is a good game and um so we, we might have a, a round of that or um a few people have sort of brought different games or um different things that we've done and i just think it's really important to make sure we have fun because yeah. it can get very you know full-on and intense with all mm. the academic stuff which is obviously important but um yeah god's created us to you know in, enjoy the world that we're in and, and one another's company so we do that um, and then we do something called high low buffalo so um i know yes it doesn't involve actual buffaloes sadly um maybe it will one day um so we kind of go around the room and um each person shares you know from from sort of their world in the last week um sort of a highlight a low point um and then a buffalo is just something random so wow. um so we've had all sorts of um, things that people have talked about uh, in terms of random mm -hmm. stuff um so we sort of share that and quite often that'll open up the opportunity for us to discuss something together mm. or um, you know, ask how each other are doing but um, we always make sure that we finish um, with a time of prayer together um, sometimes that might be praying through some of the stuff that people have shared um, or something big that's going on in the world that we think actually it's really important to, to pray into this um, so yeah it's, it's, it's a great fun hour of the week um, so we, we often would um, sort of open up scripture and talk through things um, that have arisen as a result of us sharing together mm -hmm. um, but yeah I, I love it and um, say great great time to, to be part of during the week that doesn't sound yeah. like fun. Yeah. yeah, I wish I was involved. <laughs> well, transfer window open. January transfer window. Yeah. How do you think that being being a student at Regents has kind of impacted being a lecturer at Regents? Yeah, that's a good question. I think. Um, I mean, the, the sort of format of assessments um, is, is a little bit different now than when I was a student. But uh, one of the things that, that helped massively was that I already had some awareness of uh, the referencing system. Um, yeah. So it was nice being able to sort of come straight into that. So from a technical point of view, that was really helpful. But um, I think for me, probably that because um, Regents being Elim's National Training Centre and, you know, kind of having the um, sort of values of, of Elim central mm -hmm. to it, and um you know already having been a student being sort of exposed to that and um you know understanding what an amazing opportunity it is particularly to be sort of a residential student and live yeah. on site i think uh, one of the things that i you know try and communicate and um hopefully do but sometimes on the other end it's not easy to catch it is just um how quickly the one two three four five six how many years you're involved at regents as a student just go yeah. And mm. so I think one of the things that um, that has helped with me being a student is to recognise that 
you know, actually as a lecturer, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my ninth year here on staff now. So, um, you know, I, I'd be into kind of the, the third time of doing a third year if I'd been on site that time. But when you're a student, time just goes so quickly mm. um, and you can you can miss the opportunities to get involved with things. So I think one of the things I always want to try and sort of communicate to people is this is a unique time in your lives. Mm. So um, so really do kind of grab hold of every opportunity that comes your way. Um, you know, make the most of it, enjoy it, because it's highly unlikely you'll ever have this type of opportunity yeah, in yeah. life again. To um, you know, again, particularly if you're residential, to, to live on site in a, a Christian community, um, to have the number and variety of people around you who have all got you know hopefully um, similar goals in terms of wanting to grow and, and serve Jesus, um, to, and, and the opportunities to get in, involved in stuff like you know men's ministry as you guys would be, women's ministry, worship team, all that type of stuff. Um, it, it's very different in church life than it is being in college. Yeah. And so I think, you know, making the most of that, um, that time is really important, but it also, and again, the, the course is a bit different now, but, um, in terms of sort of having tried to balance all the assessments and being on placement, I, I, I get that to a certain extent and mm-hmm. hopefully that helps in the way that I, um, I sort of teach and, um, and, and train in, in that sense, because I've been there to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's good. One question that I really like when we have lecturers on is asking them about their perspective on campus. I suppose you mm. have greater insight, in a way, into that. Um, but yeah, their different answers are really, yeah, yeah, really, cool. really interesting. Yeah, yeah. and there's um, what, what's lovely is that there are several of us who, who have been through that as mm. students, either in Nantwich or here. So when I was a, a first year, Simo was um, a third year student. Oh, right. um, Martin was doing his PhD and was actually my Greek teacher um, for a couple of years. So, <laughs> so there's several of us who've known each other for, for years. And um, Paul and I did our masters at the same time. And I'd known him for a few years before that when um, I was a Christian schools worker in Letchworth and he was um, a teacher in one of the schools and, and an assistant pastor in the, the same church I was part of. So, so it's really nice having staff team that a lot of us have known each other for a long time because yeah, it just yeah. means we work really well together. Sure. Um, and so particularly with a number of us having been students at one point mm-hmm. or another, um, sort of get that. But also other people who haven't been students have different perspectives. So, um, so you get to hear from kind of a, a, a wide variety of people, which is mm. great. Brilliant. Yeah, very good. Wow. Is it time? I think it is time, Jay. <laughs> Fantastic. So we're going to move on to lists and twists, Very our first excited. segment of the episode. And of course, tis the season, so it will be Christmas-themed, which is very exciting. So, Jenny, your list, we will be asking you to list your top three favourite Christmas films. Mm. Top three favourite Christmas yeah. films? Starting with number three, preferably. Number three? Yeah. Gosh. Um, Are you a big Christmas film person? There's a lot of Christmas films I do like, yes. Mm, okay. um, Good. Yes, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think because, uh, yeah, it's probably number three. Um, I love the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, I think come on. It's, it's <laughs> That's my number one. Yes, okay, come on. good. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think it, it's one that sticks in my mind because I didn't fully see it all the way through for the first time until last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was partly because the brass band that I'm part of were playing like an overture for it. And I thought, I really should watch the film if I'm going to be sort of playing the music because I'd, I'd seen snippets of it as a kid but um you know when i was a kid it was one it um i think come out two or three years earlier than that so it was going to be on on, um tv for the first time that christmas so i've seen you know the trailer like tiny snippets of it but only got around to watching for the first time last year and um and just thought it was brilliant so i think the the way that say a christmas carol has been adapted so many Mm -hmm. times is um is just great and anyone who knows me knows what's going to be probably at the top of the list um (laughs) 
for sure. So, um, so my my second place second place one is going to give away probably what's the first place one, because um, the second place one is the sequel, which is um, Home Alone Two, <laughs> which just thinks great. Um, yeah. yeah. So mm. I um, again that was one of the first Christmas films I remember coming out at the cinema when I was a kid, which really dates me now. So don't don't look it up. Um, but um, yeah, just that kind of sort of craziness, and I think p- particularly. Um, even more so since my sister and I had the, the chance to go out to New York a few years ago and um, I was like right right, we need to recreate the bit where he's on the plaza steps yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah so went and did that my sister refused to come in with me which was a shame oh, so a shame. Um, so didn't meet Donald Trump in the um, in the in the corridor or anything like that so um, yeah just that that's, that's a great fun film and so you could probably guess what's in the number one mm. spot um, which would be the original Home Alone film and um, I, I just love as is the kind of story arc in so many Christmas films that um, kind of, you know, there's, it all starts really nicely, but then there's this big kind of catastrophic event. Mm, so yeah. Kevin gets left up, oh, oh, <laughs> disappear across to the other side of the world then, because they're, mm. they're in Paris. Um, and um, and the, the sort of story arc of, um, you know, him being reunited with his yeah. mum and um, so, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And um, yeah, just think that's great. And I, I, I love slapstick humour as well. Mm. So um, all of that in Home Alone is yeah, great. And um, me and a couple of my friends, um, because they knew how much I loved Home Alone, mm. um, we went to see um, Home Alone with a live orchestra oh, wow. at Birmingham Symphony Hall that last year, which was amazing. It was fantastic. Was and um, yeah, so so really, really cool. enjoyed that. So you don't, nobody needs to buy me the DVD because I've got it. Um, <laughs> That's fine, but I was I was very tempted last year to get like the big Home Alone Lego set. I thought that would be cool with the house. Very yes, yeah, absolutely. Yes, <laughs> yes. So um, perhaps we'll have to like all put a pound in as oh, regents, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> staff and students to get like a communal one or something. But mm. um, yeah. Well, now it's time for the twist. Oof. So, if you could, you can choose to be one character from one of the films just for a day. Who would you like to be? Who, just like for a, a day experience. wow mm-hmm. gosh it, I mean I, I love the idea of you know if I mean I've, I've kind of shot myself in the foot because I've got almost <laughs> the two same sets of characters yeah. from yeah. my first and second films but mm-hmm. um, I think again one of the other things I think appealed about Home Alone was um, the fact that Kevin lived in this ginormous house yeah, yeah, with true. so many things on so you know the idea of being an eight nine year old home alone with um you know being able to get a pizza delivered and watching whatever film you want and um you know eating all the ice cream from the fridge all that type of stuff so um so if we if we kind of park the whole burglar aspect mm. to it mm. um probably yeah being being kevin being getting kevin. to run around an enormous that house doing whatever like you want as an eight-year-old just sounds amazing <laughs> Living the dream, really. <laughs> yeah so mm. well that was listen twist. twist thank you I love this It's yeah. very good. They're actually getting, to be honest, they're getting more difficult to think of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've done most of them. <laughs> <laughs> There's only our 13. Yeah. We're getting there. We're still going. Yeah, true. Still if you have any suggestions, leave them in the comments. That'll, yeah, be, yeah. that'll be good. Very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> but that kind of moves us on to maybe the main part of our, our podcast, mm. which is just getting to know you, really, mm-hmm. and um, getting to know a little bit about your testimony. And, you know, that can be as much or as little as you want, and maybe something to do with. Your, your Jesus story and how you came to know Jesus, but it doesn't have to be just that, just anything that you want, really. It's just, it's just fun to, to get to know, get to know you. Sure, so, yeah. yeah. No, thank you. Um, I mean, so you guys may have heard bits of this before, but um, and I, I didn't grow up in a Christian family. Um, 
And I think one of the things that um, has, has surprised me to some extent about Regents is how few people have kind of come to Regents who've got a story similar to mine in that either, um, you know, a lot of people have had Christian parents, which is fantastic, um, brilliant, um, or people have had um, a, a, a kind of history and, and backstory where you know, they come from very difficult home lives or, you know, potentially mm -hmm. addictive backgrounds. Um, but I haven't met loads of students who've got a, a story similar to mine in that actually home life was really happy, you know, two very loving parents and, um, you know, didn't, I don't, I don't think, my parents might disagree, but I don't think I particularly went off the rails massively <laughs> at any point in life. Um, so for me, there was, um, it, it was a very kind of warm, loving home environment, um, but didn't really have any sense of, you know, spirituality or, or God being part of that. Um, the only kind of experience I'd had really of, of church was um, when I was at middle school and we went to the, the local Anglican church um, for a Christingle service. <laughs> and um, say, so you guys have heard bits of this, but um, so I'm, I'm still, I feel sort of somewhat scarred by the fact that, um, you know, when we had our Christingle, like with the orange and, um, you know, the red ribbon and then your sort of cocktail mm -hmm. sticks and the fruit pastels we had on ours is that um, at the end of the day, once we come back from the service, um, we were a little bit late and so the buses were about to be going. And so we had to kind of grab it and I had to run to the bus and slipped and my Christingle fell in the mud and the oh, sweets no. got oh, all muddy. No. So that is the worst. It is. And I, I could, I could if, if like, the school's sort of been repurposed now, but I could take you back to the literal physical spot <laughs> where it fell in. It's so etched oh, no. on my memory. Um, so, yeah, so that's really all I remember about kind of that, that church service was the fact that we had to sit there with an orange in our hands for like half an hour, however long it was, um, and then that it fell in the mud at the end. So I hadn't really had any kind of exposure particularly to um, sort of Christianity um, as such. But then when I went to um, to upper school, I was in the, the sort of county I'm from, there was a, a three-tier school system. So you were lower school year one to four, middle school five to eight, and then upper school nine to 11. Um, mm. And when I went to upper school in year nine, so I was 13 at that point, um, nearly all my friends were from sort of a, a, a different town. So they went to one school and I and a couple of people I knew went to a different one. Um, so I ended up with sort of a whole new friendship group when I, um, I went to upper school. And um, I didn't realise at the time, but actually a lot of people in this friendship group were Christians. And then when I got into kind of year 10, um, they were all part of a um, sort of ecumenical, sort of multi-denominational youth group. Um, and invited me to a few sort of social things. So the, the first one I went to was um, sort of a bonfire night. And, um, and on the sort of advert, it was, um, you know, the sort of invite that they'd given me was, um, you know, um, bonfire night, social games, food, food, excellent, I'm there. <laughs> yeah. um, and there'll be a Christian talk at the end. And I thought, well, I can probably cope with that. I just, yeah, it is what it is, but I'm, I'm all about the free food. So yeah. happy days. Um, and sort of really enjoyed the evening. And um, so by the... The, the glow of this massive bonfire, um, the guy who was um, speaking, sort of doing the, this short talk on Christianity, uh, one of the lines that he said, which I've, I've never forgotten, is that whether or not you remember God determines whether or not God will remember you. Um, and uh, I, I, you know, now would maybe sort of think through if I'd say it slightly differently from a theological point of view. Mm. But, um, but certainly as, as a teenager, that um, sort of really impacted me. And it's not that I went home and became a Christian that night or anything, but just really started thinking about um, sort of faith over those next few months and went to a few more sort of social things. Um, started reading the Bible a bit for myself. And then at, um, one of the socials in May, just before my 16th birthday, thought, no, I really need to 
kind of go for this if, if this is true I need to go mm. all in and um, decide to become a Christian say much to the um, sort of joy of my friends which was which was lovely yeah my my friends when I told them were sort of super happy about this and I because I, I, I'd not really been around yet didn't understand why it was quite such a big deal that they were all so happy but um, so having sort of been a Christian for a number of years now I, I get a lot more why it's such a oh wow that's yeah, amazing yeah. <laughs> and um, and what from a timing point of view was really nice was that it was um, about five days before my GCSE exam started so oh, wow. I kind of felt a bit like I was being carried on a wave in terms of wow this mm. this kind of life changing things happened um, and so I was was just before I turned sixteen um, and I was part of a, a local Baptist church um, so for, for for several years sort of following becoming a Christian so I became a Christian without really having gone to any sort of church services or anything apart from this um, one Chris Dingle service but sort of plugged into a local church um, and then when I was sort of 20 um, having sort of been involved in um, being part of the youth group and then helping out with the youth group um, there was a lady from South Africa who was about five years older than me um, who came to sort of be the, the youth leader so I was working alongside her a bit and um, she she wouldn't have described it like this and didn't describe it like this, but um, she'd come from a more sort of Pentecostal charismatic uh, background and um, and started talking a bit about baptism and the Holy Spirit. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, that's that sounds interesting. I I don't really know much about that or yeah. what that, but um, started reading and um, you know praying a lot more about that and um, you know was was filled with the Spirit. So a, a few months before my twenty first birthday, and I think that for me was as much a kind of shift forwards um, in terms of my sort of growth as a Christian and certainly my passion for God than mm-hmm. actually becoming a Christian sure. in that initial point. So, um, so yeah, that was, that was an amazing season. That was my final year at uni as well. So I seem, seem to have these moments, you know, really yeah, sort of important yeah. academic stages. Um, but yeah, it, it was amazing to, um, you know, experience God in, in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, that, that's something that I'm, really passionate about for for students here especially because not everyone's come from a um, sort of Pentecostal charismatic background but even those who have um, actually making sure that we give space and opportunity for people to um, you know, receive the baptism in the spirit and you know like we do at the encounter nights um, to you know, the opportunity to exercise spiritual gifts I think is, is yeah. so important so mm-hmm. um, yeah I and mean, one of the other things I suppose from um, I suppose my, my Jesus story that, that still sticks with me really strongly is how weird it felt going into like a church, you know, proper church service for the first time. And I was a Christian at that point, had been yeah. for a few months. Um, but, you know, when do I sit down? When do I stand up? You know, am I going to know the songs? Um, this thing called communion, am I allowed to take this? Um, do I have to be confirmed? What's that? So um, so that experience, I still try and kind of, um, you know, r- remind myself of what that mm-hmm. felt like and what mm-hmm. I was thinking because I think we get so used to... Um, being part of Christian culture and, and church yeah, yeah, yeah. that we can forget what it's like to be mm-hmm. like the new person or someone who's you know finds everything completely alien yeah. um, so, so I'm, I'm very passionate about you know making um, you know, the, the journey into Christianity and particularly to church because often we treat them like they're two different things mm. um, as accessible as possible because it is mm. we, we do a lot of weird stuff really don't we if you yeah. look from the outside yeah, we, we stick people in tanks of water and um, you know we, we sing songs with our arms in the air and we, we some speak in like funny words if we're speaking in tongues and I think we can forget how weird that must seem to people yeah, who've yeah, never yeah. really experienced it so um, you know I, I don't mind the weirdness happen happening as long as we're explaining what's going yeah, on yeah yeah no it's good to be accessible isn't mm. it? and making yeah. sure you know 
like you say, if they've never experienced something like that before or don't know what it is, that mm. actually it's okay mm-hmm. and it's something yeah. that, you know, they might not find normal, but in a sense, mm. we, we see it as, as uh, or, like supernatural, ordinary things, mm. which, mm. Is, um, which is good fun. Yeah. But yeah, it's nice. And I think, especially for me on the, on the church leadership track, during my uh, like placements or or the other modules that we've I've had like the um, you know preparation for leadership and ministry that kind of that was a great module by the way um, I think you express that and I think that's really good that um, it's got to be something that we're particularly acute to and mm. uh, you know making sure that we are um, what's the word like we mean to do it like purposeful mm. like not just uh, if I happen to say it it's fine but making a point about it. Because, you know, if that's something that's going to be a barrier for someone mm. to not come to church, but I can change that for them, then why would I not want to do that? Do you know yeah, I mean? absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, as you said, the, the being intentional is so important. Mm. So mm. When I um, was sort of driving one of my sort of former pastors somewhere, and I said, oh, no, what, what was, what would be one of the things that you would say as like a life lesson to someone starting out in church leadership? And he said... Um, he said, not enough people are intentional about mm. what they're doing. Just kind of let stuff happen or oh, yeah. it'll work itself out. And actually, you've, you've got to be focused um, mm-hmm. and yeah. say purposeful about what you're doing. Otherwise, you, you can miss opportunities and end up spending time not, not doing wrong things, but perhaps not doing the best things that you could be yeah, doing yeah. in those moments. True. So here we are, ready to play our first game of the mm. podcast. Ooh. Ooh, very exciting. Very exciting. As you can see... Jenny's here with a cardboard box. No expense spared no, in the making no. of this production, people. <laughs> I have excellently cut some holes in the side of the box. They're good circles. They, are good, they are good circles. <laughs> I feel like we should take a moment to appreciate the circles. <laughs> and um, in a second, James is going to put some items in the box. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jenny, you're going to have to guess what it is without okay. being able to see mm-hmm. it. All right. Okay. So here we go. Let's begin. Just look away. Okay. As long as there's no Christmas snakes. My first oh. item. Oh, can't first promise time. anything. <laughs> okay. Right, the first the item box. is in. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> now, what could that be? What could it be? It feels like it's a little boot or a welly oh. or something. Okay. It's close. It's close. Mm. Is it? Is it Christmas tree decoration, isn't it? It is, it, it is. is. Is it a boot or a welly? It's very close. Yeah, very close. It's very close. It's like... Oh, a sock? A stocking? Mm, it's stocking. Oh, well that took a long time, yeah, isn't it? We could be here a while. <laughs> that was good. It's That's a stocking. Yeah. Take it out. Too. Cool. There we go. Ah. Stocking. Very nice. Do I get to keep whatever's Yeah, yeah, you box? get to keep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a reminder of this podcast <laughs> for years to come. Oh, yeah, stick it on there. Okay. There what is item number two, James? Well, let's get okay. into the bag and let's have a look. Ooh. Wow, Ooh. very exciting. Very exciting. There we go. In the box. It's in the box. What could that be? Ooh. <laughs> now that feels like a candy cane. Oh, straight mm-hmm. away. But I'm not sure. I mean, what's that? <laughs> to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a. No, you it's can like have a little look. sweet or something. It's a little oh, sweet. Oh, wow, like sweet. a jelly. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a Santa elf, jelly. Excellent. It was worth coming for this. <laughs> so I'm all about the freebies. <laughs> yeah. You see that? I've never lost that aspect of studentdom, you see. You can put it in the stocking, look. Yeah, I could hang yeah. it off. So we can see it. We can just oh, appreciate look it. That. Look at that. Whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa. Oh, oh, oh. It's a strong oh. candy cane. Oh, oh, perfect. Oh, perfect. Happy day. Wonderful. Right, James, next item. Let's next go for item. it. 
What is next? It's this. Oh dear. <laughs> be uh -oh. careful of this one, Jenny. This one okay. might be quite dangerous. It quite might dangerous. Bite. Might light. <laughs> it might <Okay>. bite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's one of those like little couche ball things. I don't know what they're actually called, but I don't know the name. I don't know what they're called. It's like a um, a, a stress ball, maybe. Like mm. stress ball. Okay. Something along those lines. Yeah. It's got a nice texture to it. It does, it does. Like spend the next five minutes. Yeah, I didn't want to let go of it, actually. No, no. There's something very nice about that. Um, but feel free Bam. to... Uh, there we that. go. Like, yes, indeed. Not that I get stressed ever working at Regents, obviously. But Look at that. Bam. It's like it's got that. a head. It yeah, is, yeah. yes. Perfect. How many more items do we have, James? We have one more item. One more one. item. Okay. Wow. wow, here we go. Very exciting. What could it be? Oh. Get it out. This one. A little bit more. Uh, it's going to take more effort to get it out. A little bit more effort for this one. Yeah. Here we go. There you go. It's going into the box. Placing it. There we go. Okay. In the box. In the box. Could it be? Oh, now this just feels like some sort of cookie biscuit type <laughs> thing. Straight away. Excellent. Wow. Yeah, see, it's it. It's all about food. Very true. <laughs> Look at that. Excellent. There we go. Not a raisin or currant in sight as well. No, Fantastic. Definitely not. Definitely Thank you, not. guys. Wow. Well, well, well. That will not survive until <laughs> the end of the day. Well, well. Jenny, while you can enjoy um, your cookie, James and I actually made mm. some cookies the other day, didn't we, James? We did. Should we, we watch did. that? Let's play the video. If you are streaming in, through audio, I suggest you go over to our YouTube channel uh, at the Regents Pod and check out our newest video of James and I baking some cookies. Mm -hmm. So, Jenny, after that uh, brilliant surprise that you got from those boxes, yes. um, we just want to chat to you a little bit more about um, what you're looking forward to the most about mm. next year. Mm. Yes, yeah, so um, one of the things I'm really looking forward to is us hopefully, um, say pending, pending approval, subject to validation, I think is the uh, <laughs> official term, um, we are looking to be launching some of our programmes in London, um, which is very exciting. So our undergraduate and postgraduate programmes. Um, so this last year, uh, since September, um, we started a new certificate in discipleship and ministry at um, Kensington Temple, which is um, Elim's largest church. And um, so a number of staff have been part of that, and um, I'm going to be doing some of my teaching there in um, in the spring, which I'm really excited about. Exactly. And it's just great to see that Regents is moving beyond kind of the the walls of its location in Malvern. Cause as lovely as Malvern is, um, it's sometimes perhaps a little bit remote for some folk who are they particularly living in the southeast with London being sort of the big population yeah. centre. It is so yeah, really excited about the the possibility yeah. of that um, of that happening from September next year. Um, on a personal note, um, my best friend moved to Southeast Asia uh, last year, so I'm very excited about the hopeful possibility of um, going over to see her in um, Easter holidays, which will oh, be nice. which will be fab. Mm. So um, Whereabouts yes, are you to go? Uh, hopefully to Thailand. So she's wow. she's in another nation, but mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah. So we're we're hoping to sort of meet in Thailand and hopefully go scuba diving. Wow, that's exciting! So, yes. I mean, that's <laughs> a nice spot. Very to excited about that. I'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. Very good. James, what are you looking forward to next year? Next year? Hmm. I think entering into third year. Looking at yeah. it academically, I think it's the big year. Dissertations um, and sort of closing this, this chapter, I suppose. Um, but it's quite sad, <laughs> but also very exciting. Yeah. Because um, then it's the rest of the future, mm. which is mm. a daunting aspect. Yeah. But 
good to come. Good to come, yeah. 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 Should be fun. And you? Um, I don't know, really. I'm looking forward to more modules, I think. Um, mm. We've just been in a tour at the minute. Mm-hmm. And um, we spoke spoke on the last podcast with uh, Tao. Okay. That, yep. um, I have just been very confused. <laughs> very confused in there's some confusing stuff in there in there those is. five books yeah, there there's is. a lot going on there to is be a fair. lot going on and um, yes but it's been a really great module mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed it and um, I think I was saying the other day that the best bits are the bits I can't understand mm-hmm. because it makes me think a little bit more but I'm also looking forward to modules where I do understand things <laughs> so uh, yeah I'm looking forward to a couple of the ones that are coming up um, this year but also next year um, yeah. I think be really interesting mm. to get. I like biblical studies. I think getting into. Mm. I know um, David is doing a Hebrews Revelation mm. module. Mm. Yeah. I think that's going to be really interesting. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But yeah, should be fun. Be good. Yeah. Mm. Every podcast journey that that we have, mm. we always ask our guest um, a couple of the same questions. Mm. But one question that we ask everyone is, um, do you have like maybe maybe it's all time. Or maybe it's just recently, like a, a favourite scripture or a favourite verse that you that you constantly remind yourself of. Yeah, so I um, I've got probably some passages as opposed to individual verses. Sure. Um, so um, back when I was a Christian schools worker, um, to in in Letchworth and was spending the summer, um, sort of not the whole summer but a chunk of the summer praying about you know God is there anything you want to say to me. Um, and God spoke to me really clearly, if you love me, feed my sheep. And mm. that passage in John 21, where um, Jesus is restoring Peter and talking about um, feeding sheep, sort of started a journey for me of, um, of, of thinking about, well, actually, do I need to go and get trained in, in theology and, and leadership and ministry um, to potentially be um, you know, a, a minister, essentially, mm-hmm. um, you know, church leader. And um, so, so, so that sort of section... Um, some other parts from John 10 where Jesus is talking about being a shepherd so um, anything to do with sheep really um, <laughs> tends to be because sort of, that's that's the stuff that God speaks to me about a lot um, and if I guess if I could summarise um, what I feel God has called me to as a person so um, not necessarily in terms of a role or a, you know an office or a status um, but what God has called you know, me to do in terms of my purpose is to, to feed and to fight for sheep Mm-hmm. So that kind of you know sort of caring, protecting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Brilliant. and the sort of the, the the duality of the sort of feeding and fighting for because mm-hmm. sometimes you know so, some some difficult stuff can happen and yeah, you know you've, true, you've yeah. got to stand up and be prepared to say no this is not okay or, or something needs to happen so mm-hmm. um, so yeah particularly those um, sort of verses from from John ten and John twenty one but you know others like Ezekiel thirty four and say. Lots of sheepy stuff. Lots of sheep, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, if there's a good theme to keep with, it's yeah. looking after sheep, I reckon. Mm. So mm. I think it's done well. <laughs> good to keep logos in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just I think as we come to a close of our podcast, um, it's been great to chat to you and it's been mm-hmm. so much fun. But let me just pray and then um, can get close. Perfect. Yeah, Father, we thank you for Jenny, Lord. I thank you for the, the fun that she brings to Regents, Lord, but, but also the wisdom. And uh, I, I thank you for the journey that you have brought her on so far of being a student at Regents, but now being uh, the Dean of Undergraduate Students, Lord, and, and a lecturer also. Father, I just pray that as we move into a new year of 2024, Lord, that you would just bring your purposes to light, Lord, and, and do more through her than, than you ever have done. 
Lord Jesus, I, I thank you for all the, the hard work and the effort that she puts into taking care of us students here, Lord, and, and I just pray that she would be encouraged, Lord, and, and feel rewarded by the, the great outcome of, um, yeah, just the, the, the purposes that you have for us and how she can help to, to send us off in, in, in a way that, that you see fit, Lord Jesus. So I just thank you for her and I pray that she has a fantastic Christmas watching Home Alone. In your name. Amen. 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 Perfect. Thank you guys. And getting a cookie to take away, even better (laughs) result. (laughs) Thank you very much. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for watching and listening to this episode of the Regents Pod. And we just hope that it's encouraged you and that it blesses you in any way possible. And we just pray that you have a very Merry Christmas. See you next week. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas.